What is going on, everybody? Welcome into Anti Up. Howard Bender here. Adam Ronis by my side. What's going on, Adam? NFL Week 10, uh, almost in the books right now. Chiefs are uh, wrapping up a, a beatdown of, uh, of the Las Vegas Raiders. And then tomorrow we've got San Francisco against the Rams, the big debut of Odell Beckham Jr. How'd your week go, man? How's everything going? Uh, generally, the week went pretty well. I still have a couple games probably on the line tomorrow, but overall, good week in fantasy. Um, betting a mixed bag, uh, hit on some props, uh, but most mostly a good week. Uh, for the most part in, uh, you know, for stress-free day with my Cowboys kicking the shit out of Atlanta. Oh, dude, that was just, <laughs> that was, you know, I was kind of hoping for a little bit just better of a game. You know, like I, you know, I did like a DFS uh, stack with the Falcons, figuring that, you know, the Cowboys would go up and it would force the Falcons into, you know, a heavier passing game. But they just, you know, I mean, Matt Ryan just couldn't help but throw interception after interception. Um, on that one there, I really, I thought, I thought this game was heading towards the over there, but Atlanta just couldn't score. Yeah. Look, I think the theme of this week, and I know we've talked about it the last couple of weeks is we just don't know who's good. Like there's no dominant team in the NFL. Like we know of some good teams, right. But like, it's just crazy. So Denver absolutely dominates Dallas last week in Dallas. And then Denver absolutely gets dominated by Philly. And just from week to week, um, I know the Cardinals didn't have Kyler Murray and DeAndre Hopkins, but they beat the crap out of San Francisco last week. They didn't even show up in this game. Tampa Bay coming off a bye, loses by 10. Um, it's just crazy, right? Uh, it just from week to week, just the inconsistency of just these teams. Yeah, well, I mean, it's 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 kind of funny. You know, you sit there because, you know, you and I, we, we pick these games. We bet a lot. You know, I think that's the interesting aspect of it, um, you know, beyond beyond fantasy. I mean, you know, fantasy, you can have a, a, a shitty game. Your team can have a shitty game, but the player still does well. But when you're talking about betting and, and looking at these spreads and stuff that, you know, for example, I mean, I, you know, we, we you and I both talked about the uh, the Saints, right? Oh, yeah. It, it, Tennessee it, it and that, that whole trap. thing. And everybody's a trap. Every, yeah, everybody thought you and I were fucking nuts for for taking oh, they New did. Orleans. They did. And the I didn't get any feedback. Someone, people told you that. I just, you know, people, you know, I, I talked to John and Pemba. I talked to a couple oh. of people who, just friends of mine who I know, and I'm like, yeah, this is just, you know, this was one of those games. I said it to to Bowden too. You know, I'm like, this is just one of those games where the line just looks super fishy. You know, and, and and giving the reasons why and, and just garnering the, the opinion. But, yeah, I mean, it's like it's the same thing. Like Denver's not a good team. Did they come in and beat up Dallas? Yeah, they definitely did. But, you know, I wasn't going back to them. I took I took the Eagles plus three points everywhere I could. Everywhere. Yeah, I like the Eagles, too, um, this week as well. I saw some big bets on the money line, too. Go, Jacobs, please give me this prop. Come on. Go. Keep fighting, Jacobs. Ugh. Ah, oh, sorry. <laughs> Game's still going on. I got his over receiving props, over 18 and a half. He had seven. I don't know what he had on that catch. Um, but they had Drake in there. Wait, he got 12. Ooh, he hit it. Don't lose any yards, bro. Don't do that. Okay. Um, but yeah, I was we 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 talked about that when we looked ahead. We both were on the Saints. It just looked too fishy. I don't know. Did it close at three? It was two and a half when we it were. It closed it. I saw it close at three. Okay. That's 
ah, see, I should have, uh, I didn't actually uh, bet it because I saw it two and a half all week, but would have gotten a three. And look, they also got an awful call in that game. The, look, we go, we talk about this every week, but it, it is infuriating because there's at least three to five roughing the passer calls that are brutal. And anyone who saw this one against Ryan oh, Tannehill, that, that the, nullified the an interception. The helmet? Yeah. I mean, it, that's terrible, man. It nullified an interception. Titans keep the ball, they score. And that almost cost people who bet. Um, fortunately, they did cover. Um, but that's just a brutal call that changed the complexion of that game and probably cost the Saints a victory. But, you know, they covered. That's all that matters. And thank God they missed that two-point conversion. Because if they got it and they go to overtime, you know, a touchdown and you lose. So, but yeah, I mean, that was so fishy from the jump. And, uh, you know, uh, sometimes you identify it and other times you're just like, you know, you're wrong about stuff. Like I was clearly on the lions from day one. Like we did our survivor bet on a warm after hours. I had the number one pick. I took the lions and they were surprised. I was like, why? I'm like, I will never take Pittsburgh as a big favorite. Even when they were good, they always played down a level of competition. And this team isn't any good. And they would have lost with Ben Roethlisberger. Yeah. I don't want to hear it. It's not like Ben is good. I mean, the odds makers told you all they think the line moved two points when Ben was ruled out due to COVID-19. Look how it moved with Rodgers, Kyla Murray, six to seven points. They're telling you Ben Rothers were ain't that good. Yeah, well, I mean, yeah, they, they wouldn't have won with Ben anyway because no, they, I mean, they were just – they did everything. Oh, yeah, could. Darren Wallace scores. Thank you. After doing nothing all game, finally. <laughs> Are you done? Oh, no, it's on the offense. Fuck you. Good. See, you know what? That's that's your fucking karma, dude. How's it karma? I need to hear you narrating a game that's fucking 41-14. People, people actually, well, they actually liked when we were doing the, I got a couple feedback, like, yo, that was great hearing your emotion during the Bears Steelers. So they liked it. So <laughs> we catered to the listeners. So those Darren Wallers, people who would need him for a win. Uh, they're with me right now, although they call a hold. Anyway, go ahead, continue. I'll yeah, stop. Yeah, they call and a hold. Exactly. There it is, right? It's, it's your karma right there. It's man. not it's karma. Your karma. Sorry, dude. I already won that victory. I just it's it's GST, so total points matter. Yes, total points matter. My team came up like shit in that one too. You lost to my friend. <clears throat> he had a great day, actually. Oh, damn. Yeah, he actually he had a really. Um, oh, good, he is. I mean, for for him. For him right. to score 155 points was big. Oh, yeah. That's probably a season high by 50 for him. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, he had uh, he had Zeke with the two multiple touchdowns. He had Lamb with the multiple. He has he's got he's got Renfro going right now. He got good, you know, solid points from Singletary and Fant. Yeah, he came out. <clears throat> he came out okay. I needed a better day out of Justin Herbert and the Chargers. Oh, that was don't that get was, me started. Don't get me oh. started. All right, where are we starting? Let's let's get going. <clears throat> we were going all over, so I thought we were starting with your with your 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 boys in Dallas. Okay, um, I mean, there's really not much to say, but exactly you know, anyone who thought no, anyone who thought like that they, <laughs> last week was an indication. I mean, it was clear they didn't show up last week. They made a statement. They won. They were supposed to. Dak had a great game. Rushed for a touchdown. Zeke got his two. Lamb was amazing. Uh, he did get hurt. Uh, he just they were cautious, sat him most of the second half. He said he knows I think it's a big deal. Um, Gallup return was three for 42. And I, I would probably say and I kind of thought that might hurt Dalton Schultz. And he only had two targets, one for 14. It was a blowout, but uh, they want to get Gallup to football. So that's just something to keep an eye on with Schultz. But yeah. And on Atlanta side, 
just when you're ready to trust Matt Ryan, he shows you why you can't. Uh, Pitts, decent considering where's the blowout. And Cordero Patterson, uh, this is the first bad game we've seen from him in a while. I don't know how much he sat in this. He did hurt his ankle. Let me see if I can find the snaps. He sat a little bit. I don't think it was much, but um, we saw a lot of Wayne Goldman in the second half. We did see a lot of Wayne Goldman in the second half. Oh, yeah. Wow. Patterson played, 15, Patterson played 15 snaps. Yeah. Goldman 23, Davis 20. So I don't know if it was the injury and they just held him out most of the second half. That's because I played him in DFS. So I did that. I did that stack, that Falcon stack of Ryan, Cordero Patterson, and Kyle Pitts. And it just came up crap. I did have CeeDee Lamb coming back on that, but what are you going to do? What are you going to do? That's uh, the way it goes. A little disappointed in uh, Amari Cooper's uh, lack of uh, lack of targets. And I guess, what you know, I mean, this is, this is going to be the thing with Dallas, is that's going to be a problem from a fantasy perspective. I mean, do you know where it's going? I mean, if you looked at the matchup numbers and you know whatever, you looked at it on paper, uh, Cooper had a fantastic matchup. He actually had a better matchup than than CeeDee Lamb. But Lamb just managed to uh to to you know get the the better end of it. So I mean, take your pick here, right? It's like CeeDee Lamb this week, uh Gallup next week, Cooper the week after that. Maybe they'll splash a little Dalton Schultz in there. That's going to be a problem for those people who have invested in Cowboys receivers. Well, I think for season long, you play Cooper and Lamb every week. It's DFS where you're going to have the issue. Again, I'd back off on Dalton Schultz a little bit until Uh we see uh, how it pans out with Gallup. Because, again, Gallup is really good. And Gallup's going to get the lesser coverage compared to Lamb and Cooper. Now, they play Kansas City next week. So, uh, what's the total going to be? 57, 58? I mean, look, that should be a shootout. I mean, that. You know what's going to happen, though. Everyone's going to stack that game at DFS, and it'll be 20 to 17. <laughs> but that's the game everyone's going to stack, and rightfully so. It yeah. should be. Well, I mean, it's going to be really difficult to do it. Everybody's going to be priced up. Well, yeah, yeah, that's true also. But I mean, you, want a, you want a piece of that game. Yeah, well, that's that, you know, again, that's, you know, I, I tell this to people all the time. What you, the stack that you want, you want the stack for the game that's going to pop that, nobody else is on and then you fill it in with the pieces from the games that you know the chalk games that everybody's going to be in on right like you 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 find the stack that works uh that worked best today and i'm trying to think of what stack the cousins stack cousins cook and uh and uh and jefferson i think was a uh was it was a nice stack to use there for minnesota they're still a little on the pricey side but then you sprinkle in like you would sprinkle in the mike evans it was a chalk play today. You sprinkle in the um, oh, who else was there? You know what I'm saying, though. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. But yeah, it's uh, that the the prices will be insane for for next week. It's not a primetime game; it's a regular game. Yeah, for twenty five. Ah, there you go. That's everybody's late game hammer right there. So should definitely be interesting. Um, all right, from your Cowboys to <laughs> to my Jets. Uh, just god awful. Mike White looked terrible. This was the, the the Bills get right game. Um, not sure how we ended up with like Matt Breida uh, being the big superstar today, but lo and behold, that's kind of what went down there for uh, for for Buffalo. Zach Moss got into the end zone, even though he was concussed all week. Singletary got into the end zone. Matt Breida got in twice. 
Breida had played eight snaps, had three targets, three carries. So I don't know what that was about. Uh, I believe that's the first time he played since week two, if I'm not mistaken. Um, but yeah, I mean, look, the the Bills offense got in a get right spot. And it was really the concern was the Bills defense. You know, everyone's been killing the Bills the last couple of weeks, but the defense has been fine. They held Jacksonville three field goals last week and Miami scored 11 two weeks ago. They have the number one defense by DVOA. So it wasn't a defense. It was, oh, is this offense going to get going? And it did on the ground. Jets are terrible against the run. And Diggs had his big game that we've been waiting for. Eight for 162 and a touch. Yeah, Sanders was a piece of garbage today. Manuel Sanders, two for 27. He had two targets. Two. Yeah, he had a 24-yard run. Yeah, that what is that? That gives you 2.4 points, dude. Hey, it's better than a zero. <laughs> <laughs> Barely. <laughs> Barely. Um, Michael Carter got the garbage time touchdown, as did Elijah Moore. So you were kind of happy if uh, you know if if you ended up playing them, but I mean this was just well, like like we we talked about this, you know this is just this was the Bills get right game and all got fixed and whatever done over finito, um, Colts Jags Colts win this one twenty three seventeen they do not cover the spread they were uh, up the entire time and then boom the fourth quarter hit. And then they gave up that stupid touchdown to Jacksonville and then couldn't do anything with it beyond that. They couldn't do anything with the ball beyond that. Carson Wentz looked terrible today. Yeah. I mean, was he thinking about his kid that is about to be born? Um, I don't know. I don't because there were reports in a week. He's like he was going to play regardless. So who knows? Was he think about it too much? I don't know. But yeah, I mean, Wentz has been consistent for weeks. People felt confident playing him. And he did nothing. I played him over Tannehill in a league and obviously uh, didn't work out well. So, I mean, Jonathan Taylor continued to do his thing. The guy's amazing. I think he had the 100 yards rushing in the first half. I don't know what happened in the second half, uh, but I think that's now 10 touchdowns in seven games for him. Uh, so he's just money in the bank. And he, and Pittman came through if you used him. Uh, you want him better, but five for 71. After that, there was nothing else to talk about with the Colts in the box score. Nothing at all. Nothing at all. Disappointed Pittman didn't get into the box. That was a, a bit of a bummer there. On the Jag side, listen, if it's if it's not James Robinson, then it's Dan Arnold. And if it's not Dan Arnold, then it's fucking nobody. I don't give a shit about anybody else on this team. Uh, it was just they did nothing. And I'm not going to buy into Jamal. Jamal <laughs> Yo, it's funny. He had five targets, no receptions, but he had three carries, 79 yards and a touchdown. They love this dude for some reason. But you're right. You know, Robinson was not involved heavily early on. Uh, they did finally get him going in the second half. He played 39 snaps to 18 for Carlos Hyde. So if you used him, it worked out. And yeah, Dan Arnold, look, he hurts in non-PPR because he's not going to score. But in PPR, he's really solid. Uh, five for 67 on seven targets. I picked him up in a few leagues and just going to start him every week. Yeah, and DFS this week, that was the, uh, the the tight end move there. It was either Dan Arnold or Pat Fryermuth. Which one were you going after, Arnold or Fryermuth? And, uh, <clears throat> our, you know, they're both priced the same. Arnold turned out to be the uh, the, the better option there. Um, all right, Patriots 45-7 to over the, uh, over the Browns. This one, oh, I got to tell you, man. So on the Brown side, fine. You know, Baker Mayfield got hurt, got knocked out of the he game. He sucks whatever. anyway. Can we just say he fucking sucks? He does. I'm he sick sucks. of this he shit, sucks. bro. They I'm fine with that. Oh, Odell Beckham's gone and we're good. And I said it last week. I'm like, okay, you guys won. Back, uh, Baker didn't do shit. And now the excuse is going to be, oh, he's hurt his shoulder and now his hip. Nah, man, you suck. Yeah, he's terrible. He's terrible. 
He got 19 carries, 99 yards out of Dearness Johnson, which was good. He had seven catches for 58 yards. So he was fine. Hero, um, love that guy. People do love him. Oh, I, do, I, I had him in so many. I dropped him in two. I was able to get him back in one. The other one I couldn't. Um, but, yeah, I still had him and started him everywhere. So uh, I have him more than Nick Chubb. But I'm assuming, you know, you know, you can't assume that Chubb's good to go next week because Harrison Smith has missed two games now to COVID-19. So there's no lock that Chubb is back next week. There is no lock that Chubb is back next week, something that people are going to have to pay attention to um, when they start doing waiver moves. Because they're going to you, you would you would think so, though, because didn't they declare that on Monday or Tuesday? I think. Right. So Chubb was what? That yeah, he had COVID. COVID. Yeah, I think it was it was Monday or Tuesday. It was, so. it was Tuesday morning when the news broke. OK, so then. There's a chance. I mean, Aaron Rodgers was like the same and then he couldn't return to the field. But I know he's on the vaccinated. He couldn't return to Philly uh, facility to Saturday. But if Chubb can't get it out of his system. Um, so it is something to watch. There's no lock. We all assume, oh, yeah, he should be fine. But it's not a lock. Yeah. How does again, I don't understand how it works that Aaron Rodgers is an unvaccinated player. Totally fine. Totally fine. Put him in there. Well, because he was he didn't have uh, any more positive tests. No, I understand. I, I, I get that. I get that. But now we got Chubb, who's a vaccinated player, and now we're concerned about, you know, extra time. Well, this whole thing doesn't make sense. But I, I don't, that can be a long conversation. We'll leave that for uh, another time. We should get a doctor on the on this show. Oh, pl- no. We get a doctor on this show to explain it to us? No, because it, they, they have an agenda. Uh, it depends damn. on the doctor. Um, yeah, I can't find an impartial doctor. <laughs> um, all right. Mac Jones has himself a good game there, right? Three touchdown passes, less than 200 yards. He got banged up at the, or no, did he, did he, I thought he got banged up, but they just took him out of the game. Yeah, blowout. It was a blowout. Mm-hmm. Ramondre Stevenson. You gotta love that man. 20 carries, a yes. hundred yards, two touchdowns. Um, he will, uh, he will have three touches next week. Well, Great. no, oh, here's, here's the thing. They pl- no, no, no. Here's why. Listen, they play Thursday night. Damian Harris might not be good to go by Thursday. Yeah. So, but yeah, I, it is going to be interesting when Harris returns. Like, is this a split now? And, you know, Bolden's there. But I mean, look, some if it wouldn't have worked out, people would have been like, oh, I told you so. Where I had Stevenson, I played him. I actually picked him up in a league last night on the second waiver wire run. Um, that league's not as sharp. It's like a work league. So I put in uh, a $4 bid on him. Got him. Put him in the lineup, um, had him in the GST, started him. So, I, yeah, it was their risk. But you had to look at it and go, OK, he's going to play the Damian Harris role. right? And we have seen them give Damian Harris 15, 20 carries a game. Bolden would play his role. Um, Taylor did have six carries. But again, that was late in the blowout. So you had to pretty much play Stevenson. I had him ranked somewhere around RB20. Yeah. Why, you, uh, did, you know what, you, man? You I didn't just play him somewhere. You had him in a league of <clears throat> No, I didn't have him or oh. you know or or play him anywhere. I just you know, yeah, it's interesting watching what what happens with the Patriots backs. And yeah, I see what we we've seen out of uh, you know out of Damian Harris. And I don't know. Here's the, Stevenson caught four passes for 14 yards too at five targets. Look, I know I'm selfish, but let Damian Harris sit on Thursday. Rest up, bro. It's Atlanta. Stevenson could handle it. Not many, not many running backs do well after having a big carry, big, big load that they're not used to on Sunday and then having to come back and play Monday. It's, good. it's, it's, a, good. it's, a, it's Thursday. Thursday could be could be the Brandon Bolden week. 
Could, it's Atlanta. Doesn't matter. <laughs> okay. Oh, okay. I'm, so then it's Bolden and JJ Taylor. Uh, look, if Harris is out, I'm probably playing Stevenson again. And if you know, because <laughs> it's New England, man, and it's Belichick, man. I mean, they they played six home games. They're two and four at home. I don't know, man. I mean, Jonas Bel- Gray. Jonas Belichick. Gray. No, Stevenson Jonas was Gray. Okay, you just don't like Patriots running backs. I don't like Patriots running backs. I don't. I do like to say that I want to just give a, a big shout out. Congratulations to Jacoby Myers. Yes, finally, baby. Right. I haven't been one league. He was on my bench, but I know I have some best ball shares. Shout outs to Jacoby. Finally getting the end zone. We've been did waiting. We've been waiting. Did you see it happen? I was watching the game yes. as it happened. Right. You know, and, and it was just, it was so funny because he did it. And it was like, it was like all of a sudden it was like everything stopped and everybody like at the same time had that real, did Jacoby Myers just get into the end? So like, I don't even think Myers understood like as soon as it happened, when he like leapt into the end zone there and then everybody just bum rushed him. And when all of a sudden you start seeing all the defensive guys coming off the bench, like to go run and congratulate him. I think they literally had like, like almost the, the full 53 man roster at one point on the field celebrating the touchdown for Jacoby Myers. Yeah, I think in the fourth quarter, they, had, so they said, all right, can we get Jacoby? We got the lead, you know, get him a touchdown so we can end this. Please, please. Um, dude, your shares of Hunter Henry are fire. Absolute fire. Yeah, I have him in one league. You know what the problem is? Uh, Travis Kelsey is my starting tight end, and I never oh. play him. I could flex him, but I have pretty good running backs and receivers. Um, but, you know, I'm holding Kelsey has a buy in week 12, so I'll need him then. Um, I don't know. Maybe I could trade him. I think the trade deadline in my league is. Thursday. I think a lot of leagues trade deadline should be this week. So, but yeah, I mean, John Smith was out again and I think it's what, is it seven straight games now or seven touchdowns in the last six for him? Let me see. Yeah. Seven in the last six. Jeez, man. Unbelievable. Yeah. I mean, he's the thing is he's not getting a lot of targets. The volume is not there, but he keeps scoring. Look at his yards. 37, 19, 33, 23, 25. Typical tight end, you know, typical tight end. Yeah. I mean, look, they don't really have a big red zone threat. Born Myers, those guys aren't red zone. Uh, it's Hunter Henry. Yeah, good for him. So yeah, so there it is. Uh, Patriots, forty-five-seven winners over the Browns um, in the game that just wouldn't end, no matter how badly you wanted it to. Uh, Detroit and Pittsburgh played to a sixteen-sixteen tie. Um, I mean, we just we 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 talked about this. All right, I, I don't even like the fact that this game. I, I even tweeted it out, dude. I was like, Pittsburgh should just be given the loss and d- forget the tie. Put one in the loss column for them because they literally did everything they could to to lose this game, to squander every opportunity that they had. It was absolutely pathetic. Pathetic. Well, it was on both sides. But Detroit, this was an embarrassment. The Lions were running Every play, third and nine, third and 12, like they didn't want Jared Goff to do anything like and he looked terrible. I mean, they had 39 carries for 229 yards. They averaged 5.9 yards. I couldn't believe it. I'm like third and 12 run third and I'm like, what kind of fucking offense is this? It's like a high school offense that has no quarterback and just runs. That's the way they treated it. Goff in an overtime game, 70 minutes of football had 114 passing yards, bro. 14 to 25. TJ Hawkinson, a big fucking donut, one target, no catches. 
DeAndre Swift had 36 touches. Jamal Williams was inactive. Jamar Jefferson, three for 41 in a touchdown and got hurt. So this was just, I mean, this Detroit offense right now with Goffman, it's just pathetic. I mean, I think they have to bench him at some point. How can you, how can you go out there? And it worked for some of the plays because I don't know why Pittsburgh couldn't figure this out. They just couldn't tackle. Pittsburgh, Pittsburgh's tackling was so fucking bad, dude. It was, it was horrible. Get third and 12. I couldn't believe it. I'm like, are you serious? It's like they were just like giving up the entire game when you have a chance to win. They have no faith in golf at all. And I can't blame them, but it's getting to a pathetic level right now. Yeah. Oh, horrible. Absolutely horrible. Um, yeah. I mean, it was like, you know what it was like? It was like, it's like watching, um, you know, like when you watch the academies play, you know, it was like army or. Um, oh, yeah. When they were Navy, like the Navy was running like the. the yeah. Like the, the 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 double option or something like that. Oh, that's what it was. Option. It really was, man. I'm just sitting there like, this is embarrassing. Yeah. Oh, it was horrible. Horrible. Um, Najee Harris had a touchdown called back because of a bullshit holding call. Um, but he still got one over the hundred yards. Uh, it's about time. It was the first time he averaged four more than like four more yards a, a carry. He averaged exactly four yards a carry. <laughs> I say it's like the first time he's done it all year, right? He's always like 3.6, 3.8. Hey, but you know what? It's the volume. It's what I said before the year. I was like, I don't care about the offensive line is they're going to give him the volume and 30 touches today. So yeah, no doubt. No doubt. Um, Deontay Johnson still had a decent day. Seven for 83. Had a bad fumble. Yeah. So did Fryermuth in overtime. Fryer, well, Fryermuth at the end was brutal. Fryermuth mm-hmm. it cost him the game. Cost him the game. Fryermuth's fumble at the end. It's bullshit. <laughs> the Steelers, man, again, never trust them as big favorites. Ugh. Never, and especially I, this. I, all I want, I just needed the win. I didn't even need them to cover. I didn't yeah. bet with the fucking spread. Again, I was very, very worried about this game. Even Ugh. them winning for real. Uh, it, and it wasn't even Rudolph because they would have lost this game or tied it with Ben. Ben made no difference. Trash. He man. hasn't made a difference all year. No, 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 no. He, he definitely has not. I actually, I was like, you know what? This might be okay. Like, you know, I'm like, you know, Rudolph's been with the team for for long enough that, you know, whatever. That's why I was in on James Washington for a GPP play just because I'm like, fucking Mason Rudolph has like been throwing at him at practice all the time. So yeah, they went to the same college. <clears throat> yeah, so there you go. So I mean, maybe that, like, you know, that was, you know, my 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 in there, but just the rest of it, just ugh, fucking Pittsburgh, fucking Pittsburgh, brutal, brutal. Uh, Saints do cover the spread against Tennessee, though Tennessee wins the game, twenty three to twenty one. Um, I'm with you on this. Your statement earlier, dude. The refs were were brutal, absolutely brutal in this game and yeah they almost you know they almost cost us the whole thing at the end of the first half when uh when tennessee ended up going up with that that touchdown it was like like they ran like 15 plays with like like 10 penalties that just yeah kept giving tennessee the opportunity to score at the end of the second half of the first half like over and over and over again um just a hot mess and uh, if one more person says donta foreman to me I'm going to kill him. He's the back to own in this field. Though. I said it last week. Ugh, he's the guy. So, he's terrible, though. He's, he's not better, good. He's better than Peterson. 
He looked pretty good on the receptions, too. Remember, the Saints are a good defense. So he had the 11 carries, 30 yards, but two catches for 48 yards. He's the guy to own here. I don't know why they're forcing Peterson. You know, eight for 21. He wasn't good last week. Um, So, I mean, but it's crazy because, like, you look at this offense, they're eight and two, and you're like, uh, okay, where's the production? It's There's nothing here, man. I mean, Tannehill had 213 and one touchdown. They double-teamed A.J. Brown most of the game. He had one for 16. It was Marcus Johnson who came through with five for 100. I mean, you look at it, you're like, wait, how'd they win, how'd they win this game again? <laughs> for real, it's just, look, I know people go like, oh, Tennessee, eight and two, look at who they've beaten. I'm not buying this team the way they're constructed. There's no way. No, I'm not buying this team either. I'm definitely not. And then the offensive line is, you know, still keeps getting banged up. So, you know, yeah. I was, uh... Mark Ingram had a good day, 14 for 47. He got into the end zone. He had four catches for 61 yards. That was nice. Callaway and Traquan Smith get into the end zone. Deontay Harris leads the team in yardage with 84, but doesn't really do anything else with it. And uh, another, how about another five catches for Adam Trotman, who suddenly is starting to look like a pass catching, uh, the pass catching tight end that we expected back in, uh, in during training camp. Yeah, I have him on a lot of best ball teams. I did pick him up in a league where I was desperate at tight end this week and started him. I'll take it. It's better than some of the other tight ends out there. He played 55 snaps, Jawan Johnson 11, and Troutman ran 22 routes. So, yeah, definitely um, if you're hurting at tight end, uh, you, I think you can use him right now. He's getting targeted at least with uh, Trevor Simeon at quarterback. Yep, 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 yep. Uh, here you go. Here's the big one. <laughs> another big loss. So in, in my survivor pool, it's, um you know, a tie is considered a loss. So um, this, this pool started off with like, you know, 12, like 1250 entries, right? After today, right? It's now down to 130. The last two weeks have just been absolutely brutal. Last week with, you know, like the Dallas loss and all the other shit. This week, um, the Ravens, the Steelers, the Bucks, and the Cardinals all losing just decimated this pool even more, which was, you know, obviously increases my chances of winning it. But nevertheless, uh, this game here for um, for Washington, Tampa Bay, I fucking, you know, I, I, I knew it. I knew it. I was like, yes, Tom Brady at home, money in the bank. You put him on the road. It's a different story. Oh, well, you know, he threw four touchdown passes right before the bye week in New Orleans. Yeah. Tom Brady on the road sucks, dude. Yeah, I mean, it, it was everything, though, in this game. It wasn't just Brady. I know one of his interceptions was tipped. Um, he obviously didn't play well. Uh, but Washington's defense hasn't been good all year. And Chase Young got hurt in this game, and it's not like he's been great. So, yeah, it was definitely surprising. I didn't expect them to lose. I didn't write them up as a pick, but I understand if some people took them. Uh, Pittsburgh and, and the Cardinals are more puzzling to me. The Ravens, I understand, um, for sure. They just, again, you know, short week and first road game in 39 days. Uh, still no excuse. They got to beat Miami. Uh, but yeah, Tampa was was just not good in this game, uh, which is kind of surprising. They're coming off a bye and they're coming off a loss. Uh, so yeah, bad game for them. Um, you know, Evans came through, but it, three targets against Washington? Like, what? 
Uh, Godwin wound up playing and was 757. Tyler Johnson was quiet, three for 17. Um, on Washington's side, you know, I have Gibson in two leagues. I benched him in one. I had to play him in the other. He came through. I know the numbers don't look good, but the fact that he was able to get 24 carries and two receptions, he actually, I thought he looked better. This is Tampa Bay's defense, so you're not going to pick up big yards. And he found the end zone twice. So I think at least it's a good sign going forward. And, you know, this is the problem, too, where you're like, oh, this is a McKissick game. They're going to play from behind. Well, the game script didn't go according to plan. No, and, it did not. And that's what happened. And McKissick <laughs> only has four for 35. So that's the issue with a player like McKissick is and it's worked most of the year because they've been playing from behind. But it didn't here in this one. And McLaurin had a scare with a collarbone injury, came back six for 59. Uh, Ricky Seals Jones got hurt. If you needed him, he had three for 30, didn't play most of the second half. But uh yeah, definitely a surprise here, as we've seen. I think uh, we, all of a sudden we were seeing the first seven weeks teams favored by seven or more just killing it. And now they can't cover at all. And they're losing straight up. <laughs> yeah, not good. Not good. I think the, the, the one thing that burned me in this game the most was Gibson. You know, I just I wasn't I, in on him. him. Yeah, look, I, I can't blame anyone. Who, who wasn't in on him. Like, if you bench it, like, again, I benched him for Ramondre Stevenson. So it didn't it crush out. me. But I could have also, I could have played Gibson over Javante Williams. I played Javante Williams, uh, who did have a touchdown callback by a penalty. But, you know, when you look, you looked at it and said, okay, he hasn't done much. Before the bye, they were using Jared Patterson. Gibson's been dealing with this shin injury. It's Tampa Bay. Like, again, I think Herbert's the only guy to really have a decent game against them. And it was like 100 yards and like 24 carries. So no one is really. So the logic made sense. And again, if he found the end zone twice, it worked out. So if anyone benched Gibson, unless you bench Gibson for someone shitty. But if you had a comparable player, you know, I don't think you made the wrong decision. It just the game script didn't go according to plan. And he found the end zone twice. <clears throat> I um I benched him for Javante Williams. Yeah, and I did the same. So in, in the fish league, and yeah, I don't think I don't think it's a bad. Yeah, I don't. It didn't. It is gonna cost uh, me. The game. I don't think. I mean, you don't look at that and like kick yourself, right? Like, there's certain decisions you look back and you go, "That was stupid." I don't think it was. No, I don't think it was a dumb decision okay. either. I thought yeah. it was, you know. Some people don't understand that. Like I'll hear people say, oh, I would have won if I did this. And I'm like, no, you made the right call. But they don't see it that way because they're looking at the result. And I'm going, yeah. OK, what is the logic going in? Again, it, if I would have told you Tony Gibson is going to have 26 touches, you would have been like, what? How? Like they're going to win this game. <laughs> so, again, it didn't go according to plan. So it happens, unfortunately, sometimes. And again, I just I I'm more encouraged. I thought, you know, I didn't. Gibson looked fine. Uh, maybe the extra week of rest helped. We'll see. We'll see what happens next week. Uh, you know, if he gets that volume again, but I think at least now next week going in, you're like, okay, I feel better. He had a big uh, workload, found the end zone twice, caught a couple passes. They do play in Carolina. So pretty good defense, but probably going to play him. Probably going to play him. All right. Sigh, a big sigh. Uh, um, all right, so Carolina <laughs> upsets Arizona. No, no Hopkins, no Kyler Murray. Um, for the second straight week, Arizona doesn't do it this time. Um, but lots to lots to unpack here with the uh with the Carolina Panthers. Number one, um Christian McCaffrey with you know a ton of touches, almost a hundred yards on the ground. Um, 
10 catches. Fantastic. I don't know if he's ever going to catch a touchdown or, or have a touchdown the rest of the way because Cam Newton struts in and he runs one in himself and everybody knew it was coming. Right. And then, and then they're, they're at the two and Cam Newton comes in and he throws it to Robbie Anderson for a touchdown. <laughs> it's like Christian McCaffrey couldn't buy a fucking touchdown to say, Oh yeah. And then later on in the game, Oh yeah. Let's, let's put Chuba Hubbard in there and let's let him get a touchdown too. <laughs> McCaffrey. Um, great game for him, but just did not get into the end zone. Yeah, I mean, look, in season long, you'll take it 25. But obviously in DFS, you wanted those touchdowns. He was a little banged up, too. Uh, I don't know. I don't I didn't see what they said. I don't know if they were they were looking like at his leg. I don't know if yeah, it was his hamstring again. was yeah. tightened up on him. So he was like goose stepping out of the huddle. Yeah, something to keep an eye on. But, you know, he's looked really good uh, there. I guess there's a chance Cam Newton starts next week. I mean, they brought him in. He throws a touchdown, runs for a touchdown. Uh, so. Something to keep an eye on there. I don't know if he can buy into Robbie Anderson being back now that Sam Donald's gone. But, <laughs> you know, he had five targets, DJ Moore at seven. I mean, look, I look at his game. I'm like, how the fuck did Arizona beat San Fran last week, man? I mean, really? Because uh, this was just they just got dominated from the start, man. Um, turnovers. Makes, makes you nervous oh. about your pick of the Rams for tomorrow night, doesn't it? Does it make me nervous? Yeah, I mean, no. listen, you know, Denver well, no, dominates NFL, Dallas. The NFL in general makes me nervous because <laughs> on a given week to week. But, but yeah, I mean, look, it caught it caught up to them with no Murray and Hopkins. They got away with it last week, and they just they were down seventeen nothing after the first quarter, twenty three nothing at halftime, and it was just over. Fair enough. Fair enough. <laughs> Um, on the Arizona side, another touchdown for James Conner. Good for him. Uh, nothing in the passing game. Colt McCoy looked terrible. Then he got hurt. So uh, Strevler, Strevler, uh, I don't know. Some some dude comes in and does nothing there either. Um, it was a lost effort anyway. So 34-10 for the, for the Panthers uh, in that one. Um, the game that I thought was going to blow up more than it did – Minnesota 27-20 winners over the Chargers. Here you go again, Adam. Chargers, home favorite. Nah, brah. I took the Vikings plus three and uh and and felt perfectly fine, perfectly comfortable doing it. Um, you know, they gave Dalvin Cook 24 carries, which was great, 94 yards and a touchdown. Uh, he had a couple of catches in there too. Uh, you know, nice lean on Jefferson, Tyler Conklin, oh, Tyler Conklin getting into the end zone, not once, but twice. That's the typical, that's the tight end line you're looking for, Adam. Three catches, 11 yards, two touchdowns. Yeah. I mean, if you play Conklin, you're loving it. Um, you know, he's actually had a couple of double digit PPR games recently, or I think like three in a row, maybe one was nine. So, you know, he's involved. They really don't use the third wide receiver. He's more of a tight end two. Um, he does block quite a bit, but 67 snaps today, 31 routes. So, I mean, because K.J. Osborne flashed a little earlier, but it's not happening. So he's more of a tight end, too. Um, but, yeah, I mean, Chargers disappointing again, man. I mean, what is it with this offense, man? They just can't put it together. Herbert, 195, a touchdown and an interception against a Minnesota defense that's gotten shredded. I mean, it's just a disappointing effort. Eckler, 11 for 44, does catch three for 15 and a receiving touchdown, but he got – um, one taken away with Larry, Larry Roundtree got a one-yard touchdown. And 
Uh, Mike Williams dropped a pass near the goal line. I don't think it would have been a touchdown, maybe because he's a big body guy. So if he catches it, he might have been tackled at the two or three, but another disappointing game for him. Uh, yeah, I mean, it's Chargers offense, man. I mean, this division is there for the taking, and then they have these shit fucking games week after week, man, because this team has the talent, man. It's just uh, it's real frustrating. It's incredibly frustrating. You know, and I mean, listen, you know, through the first half of the season, you know, we've talked about the, the travel schedule for the Chargers, right? <clears throat> and then coming back here. Yeah, three trips the, to the East Coast so far. What's that? Three trips to the East yeah, Coast already. That's what I'm saying. So now, you know, I mean, I'm hoping at the second half, I'm hoping that they have a bigger second half. That's that's really what I'm I'm looking for here uh from from these guys, right? I mean, this was this was not the uh the 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 beginning that I wanted. Um but you know, I mean I I I just I still have high hopes for the Chargers in the second half of the season. And knowing that, I think the furthest that they have to travel right now is going to be Denver. Oh no, right. Cincinnati. There's one game yeah, against Cincinnati. Cincinnati and and Houston. Man, how did the Chargers come up with the short end of the stick on the travel schedule? And then Baltimore's schedule, which is the one of the easiest I've ever seen. I mean, yeah. Baltimore does their lo- longest trip was Miami this past week, two hours. Now they got Cincinnati, Chicago, Pittsburgh, Cleveland, and they made their two uh, West Coast trips. The first four weeks, it's crazy. Uh, no one really talks about that stuff, but I think it does matter. Um, Definitely at, at some matters. point when you talk about, especially how much parity there is in the league, like those little things matter. Um, I will say this though: the, the Vikings are not a bad team, man. Like their record is so misleading. Like this team has played so many close games. Look at their losses: week one in overtime by three, week two they lose to the Cardinals by one. They lose to the Browns in an ugly game, 14-7. They lost to the Cowboys by four. They lost to the Ravens by three. Even their wins. uh, Okay, they beat Seattle by 13. They beat Detroit by two, Carolina by six, and then today by seven. Like, they just play close games every week. So the three and five, four and five record now is not indicative. Like, this team should be better. You know, a couple things break different. Maybe they're a winning team. Should be interesting to see the rest of the way. I mean, Packers, Niners coming up. Those are going to be two tough games for them on the schedule. But then they got the Lions, the Steelers, the Bears. Three straight there. This is- they're another team. Schedule doesn't matter, man. They're just going to play tight games. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I hear you. I hear you. Just thinking, you know, better chance of, uh, of, of coming up with a W. Possibly. Possibly. We'll see. Again, it's the fucking NFL. And they're killing me. <clears throat> um, Philadelphia, 30-13 winners over, over Denver. Good for Devonta Smith, right? He gets into the end zone twice. The, you are talking about running the ball heavy. 12 carries for Howard, 11 for Boston Scott. Um, and then Hertz had uh, had 14, you know, tuck and runs uh, as well. But, I mean, these, I mean, again, Denver <sighs> – like, I know that Melvin Gordon's line, people are going to be like, well, he's going to the end zone. You give Melvin Gordon's carries to Javante Williams, and I think this team actually looks a lot different. I don't think that's the reason, because Gordon has actually run well this year. I know everyone, and I want Javante Williams. Yeah, for him, too. sure, absolutely. He's run well for himself. But No, I don't know if you saw the graphic. They both are top two in, like, yards after contact. So they're both running well. Um, so it's not the reason why that this team sucks or struggles. No, uh, it's, it's Pat Shermer's why they suck. Yeah. And Bridgewater with his uh, great effort <laughs> on the uh, tackle of uh, Darius Slay on the pretty much deciding touchdown, but 
Yeah, I mean, look, it is frustrating because Devontae looks good every time he touches the football. Um, and it's been basically a split. Um, but yeah, this is just a poor performance and just like, that's just the thing in the NFL. It's like Denver just absolutely dominated Dallas. But again, I think a lot of it was Dallas just didn't come to play and not making excuses, the truth. And, uh, you saw Denver at home today and they just got dominated. It could have been worse. Quez Watkins dropped the touchdown pass. Um, perfect throw by Jalen Hurts who really played well today. So yeah, just pure domination by Philly. Dallas got got hurt early in this game concussion, took a big hit. At two for 28. So if you're running, why would not Goddard have such a big game? Nah, he probably would have had a nice game. Uh, I think those two for 28 were all in the first quarter. And then he was ruled out the rest of the game. Yeah. Oh, boy. I wish there was something exciting I could say about any of this. But I had Philadelphia plus three, so I guess I can. <clears throat> Rain-soaked Green Bay. It was cold. It was wet. Packers win 17 nothing. I, you know, listen, I, I said it to everybody. I, I started Wentz over Russell Wilson. I said, I didn't know, you know, I mean, listen, I, I get that the reports are saying that the doctors are like, I'm so surprised that he's doing so well and everything looked great. I'm like, you're going to put him into a cold, like, you know, like low 20s, wet, damp, whatever. It was snowing in the morning. All that shit in Green Bay, you're going to expect him on his first game back to be like dominant here. I was like, I am not into it. I mean, aside from the fact that Russell Wilson's uh, record in Lambeau is uh, is pretty crappy anyway. But I just wasn't I, I just I wasn't ready for it. I wasn't in on it. And so, you know, seeing them struggle, seeing them shut out surprises me. Seeing them struggle the way they did, though, not really didn't didn't struck didn't strike me as odd at all. Yeah, I mean, he definitely did not have the same touch, especially in the deep ball. Late in the game, he had Tyler Lockett wide open. The pass hung up. Lockett had to wait for it, and safety came, knocked it away. Uh, so, yeah, and it's the same bullshit with their slow, methodical offense. They don't run plays. Boring. Uh, DK Metcalf was frustrated, got ejected late. You just hope that they can rebound next week because um, we thought, all right, Metcalf Lockett will be fine now, but no one did anything except Gerald Everett, and no one played him. Eight for 63, and <laughs> that was it. Uh, Alex Collins, 10 carries, 41 yards. He was the the main back here. I think, uh, yeah, he played 31 snap, 30 snaps. Travis Homer, 31, I guess, for as they played from behind. But, yeah, just a p- pathetic performance from Seattle across the board, and Obviously, the big news out of this game is Aaron Jones with this MCL injury. So he's going to miss some time. Uh, he's had this injury before, which means A.J. Dillon becomes really big right now. Uh, 21 carries, 66 yards, two touchdowns, and caught two passes for 62. So I have Aaron Jones in two leagues, but I have A.J. Dillon in like four or five. So, uh, you know, we kind of been waiting all year. Dillon's starting to see more touches over the last few weeks, but he is going to be fed to football over the next few weeks as long as Aaron Jones is out. Yeah, I um, I'm the same boat with you. I have I, I have Aaron Jones in one league, I think, and then I've got AJ Dillon in like four or five leagues as well. So feeling really nice about that. You know, at least just you know having that under the belt. Um, I think do I have him in the Sports Illustrated League? I do have him in the Sports Illustrated League. Then that's sexy. Isn't that sexy? <laughs> what did I just beat up? 
Jamie Eisenberg. Ha ha, take that, Jamie. Boom, 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 boom. <laughs> um, all right, I got nothing else to say about this game here. What is that? Did we just hit them all here, right? Now we got the Kansas City Vegas game. <clears throat> Again, this game was really entertaining up until the Deshaun Jackson fumble. Crazy, man. Like, for those that didn't see it, you got to watch this play because Jackson makes a long catch, and it looked like if he just went straight to the end zone, he scored. Instead, he made the left turn because someone hit the wrong button on the controller, and he fumbles. And at that <laughs> point, that would have made it a seven-point game. And maybe the Chiefs still kicked the shit out of him, but it changed the complexion of the game completely, and yeah. the, the Raiders were done after that. Yeah, I mean, listen, it was it, – it, Completely turned it around. You were like, just, whether whether the the Raiders were going to able be able to like stop the Chiefs and you know at least to a, hold them to a field goal or whatever the case may be, you just you knew it was over right then and there. You you just you saw it and uh, and that's what it was. Uh, you know, listen, I'll give the I'll give the the Chiefs credit for <clears throat> excuse me for finally playing like a decent game plan, right? Like all of a sudden you you know. You know, to see, uh, you know, Darrell Williams actually get targeted a bunch, you know, nice, good passes out, screen passes there. Kelsey had almost 120 yards. Tyreek Hill saw 10 targets, got into the end zone twice. Like, it, like it was finally, this was like, this was the Chiefs that you, you're used to seeing, right? Yeah, and they so, got their swagger back. I mean, Williams' touchdown yeah. catch was unbelievable. I mean, oh, that was great. The defender did a terrible job defending it, but give Williams credit for going up and getting it. But yeah, they got their swagger back, and um, Raiders were just just brutal, man. Especially, yeah, after that Jackson play, you knew the game was over. Yep. You, you just knew. You're like, oh, that's it. We're done. Yeah, 100%. 100%. All right. Before we uh, jump onto the Monday night football game, some thoughts there. Just want to give a quick shout out to our sponsors. A little commercial break here. When we come back, Adam and I will make our picks for the Rams against the Niners. You heard the lean back uh, last Thursday, but now we're making the actual pick. So we'll be right back after this. All right, Adam, here we go. A little Monday night football Rams three and a half point road favorites here over under is 50. San Francisco, listen, home dogs on Monday night, Adam, covering more than 60% of the time. I'm, I'm gonna, I'm, I think I might have to just let the trend be my friend here and just say that, you know what, with this topsy turvy NFL, I'm not gonna sit and worry about the fact that the Niners looked as bad as they did and lost to the Cardinals last week. That maybe they come back and they, uh, Play the Rams a lot tougher. I'm taking the home dog here, the taking the 49ers and the points. Yeah, I can't do it. I just I, that's really the only argument on your side. Yep. Um, because um the Rams are just coming off they were a terrible game. They still outgained the Titans last week, 347 to 194. Stafford had a bad game, threw that terrible pick. He was sacked five times. Uh, but the 49ers have been terrible. They're one in five in their last six and one in five against the spread in the last six. They're 0 and four at home. I just see outside of that. I just don't see any reason that you can take them. Um, and I know it's the NFL and anything could happen. I'm usually like that, but if the Rams were coming off a win, I could see it. They're coming off a loss. They were embarrassed on national television. They're fourth in the league in defensive DVOA. They get sacks. They don't allow many pass attempts. Uh, 
the 49ers offense has been putrid. They're tackling last week was putrid. They're 30th in third down conversion. They turn the ball over. I, I just don't see outside of all oh, home dogs. And that's just not good enough for me to take them. I just don't see how the Rams don't. I mean, it's three and a half. Now, maybe the hook hurts, but after a loss, straight up loss, Rams are 12, three and one against the spread in their last 16. So I just think they bounce back, especially after losing in prime time last week and looking bad. Uh, I just think they bounce back in this game. And uh, I'm taking the Rams minus three and a half. Well, what if I what if I were to be able to turn around here and give you a, another really good reason, something that, you know, I'm talking like good analytics. You ready? Sure. San Francisco. They're due. Okay. Yeah. I mean, I've, <laughs> they, they probably will now since I've been betting them so much. I kind of was on that, right? Uh, I mean, look, would I be, would I be surprised? No, it's the NFL. It's a divisional game, but it's yep. just like San Francisco has just done nothing, man. Like every, every week, like last week, like how do you lose that game to Arizona? And then you see Arizona the way they play today. And you're like, well, how did that happen? So um, the line being so low does concern me. It's like, wait, why is this three and a half? There it is. There it is. Why? 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 If the Rams win this game or win the last game, you know, what? what's the line? Five and a half? Uh, if we do it when? If, if the Rams won their last game, what would this line be? Uh, maybe five, five and a half. Yeah. 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 Three and a half. Even, even out gaining and outperforming the Titans the way they did. Still only three and a half. Well, here's a number for you too. Another number. Uh, Sean McVay coming off the loss on the road, nine and two against the spread. Nice. Good for him. Good for him. Listen, it's time to, it's time to buck that trend. <laughs> Yeah, again, 49ers 0-4 at home. How is that possible? <laughs> oh, there you go. Again, I can I can say they're due. Okay. Well, <laughs> ah, now the question is though, you're sitting in the showdown slate, right? Stafford captain worthy, cup captain worthy. You know, you think you go contrarian with the Niners? Would you go Elijah Mitchell or George Kittle? I think it's Kittle or Debo. Isn't De- Debo's going to get the Jalen Ramsey treatment, nah, isn't he? Ra- Ramsey's been playing the slot. He hasn't been shadowing. Unless they change it. But he hasn't been shadowing much. Doesn't Debo play the slot a ton? Don't move him around, I think, to get away from Jalen, wouldn't you? I mean, you would think that they would, but... Yeah, I'd like to see him get the... Uh, I'd like to see him get the, the Jalen Ramsey treatment. Um, as someone who's going against them and has a lead and I'm done. Yeah, I agree. <laughs> <laughs> right. I just, I want to do a, uh, I want to do like a, a, a contrarian Brandon Ayuk in the captain spot kind of a thing and see what happens there. Well, there you go. Yeah, that is, that'll be contrarian in the captain spot, even though he's been coming on the last couple of games, but yeah, that's what I'm saying. He's been coming on the last couple mm-hmm. of games. You give me. Uh, a little, uh, a little Debo in the slot, Jalen Ramsey. I don't know. We'll see what happens when they move him around. He's been playing. I'm looking at it right now. 44% of his snaps as the slot corner, 22% and 21% left and right. Debo. Yeah. He's it's pretty close to all, you know, to even 
31, 28, and 41% of the time. Hmm. Hmm. Very interesting. Very, very interesting. All right. So uh, Adam's got the Rams. He's laying the points. Bender's got the Niners. He's taking the points. Uh, any thoughts on the over-under of 50? Um, No, not really. Don't really have a feel on that. Yeah, I don't either. I don't either. All right. Week 10 in the books, some good, some bad. I won some games. I lost some games. I won some money on – I won money on, on FanDuel and Yahoo. I lost money on DraftKings. Who the hell knows? What the hell? I don't understand it, man. I win on FanDuel regularly. DraftKings still seems to elude me sometimes. I don't so, really know. So why don't you just focus more on FanDuel going forward? I do focus more on FanDuel. Okay. I do. Right. So I just, you know. You're good. Because I have to, because I have to do the lineups for uh, for Fantasy Alarm, and I have to do it on DraftKings, you know. So I play the, I play every lineup I put out there. You know? Okay, that's fair. I mean, that's, yeah. What's it? I said that's fair. Yeah, I mean, you know, you just have to do it. But yeah, it's uh, it's, it's annoying. I might have to talk to our bosses. I, I might have to, you know, what if I'm if I'm playing these games, if I don't want to play on DraftKings. And they're going to tell me that I got to do lineups and play on DraftKings? Well, guess what? They should pay for it. I need an account. There we go. That's fair. I should have negotiated that shit in my deal. Damn it. Damn it. Where was that thought back in the day? All right. Well, there you go, folks. Uh, week 10 in a nutshell. Adam Ronis, Howard Bender. We'll, uh, we'll be back tomorrow to talk some waiver wire pickups. Again, we'll have to wait and see what the injuries are like, but there's nothing jumping out at me right now, Adam, that says, uh, ooh, big waiver claim, big waiver claim. No, especially since the big injury was Aaron Jones and A.J. Dillon is rostered in every single league, or it should be. I mean, if he's available in your league, geez. Um, if A.J. Yeah. Dillon is available in your leagues, people, you need a more competitive league. Or 10-team league, and even then. Um, and then I can't even say Ramondre Stevenson because he should have been picked up. Yeah, he should have been picked up, too. Yeah, so yeah, there's not really much. Um, I don't know, maybe Justin Fields, Cole Komet coming off a bye if they were dropped. But yeah, there's really not much. Uh, I don't know, Cam Newton? I don't know. Let me go to my jam on fantasy football league and let's see who. Oh, is wait, we forgot on. about we forgot about Godwin Igabuki from Detroit. If Jamal Williams and Jamar Jefferson are out, <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> I'm not interested. They'll give Swift um, another 40 carries next week, so no problem there. I think I'm going to write my my New York Post article for tomorrow just based on don't drop these guys, right? Like, I'm not, you know, hamstring issues for McCaffrey. Don't drop Chuba Hubbard, right? Chris Carson. I think it depends on the depth of your league because I dropped Hubbard last week for, I think it was Stevenson. So, you know. And I don't have McCaffrey. So do I want to keep him? Sure. But Stevens comes available. I put him in my lineup this week. Yeah, I'm cutting him. So, but you, the general premise is correct. But a lot, a lot depends on, um, you know, how many bench spots you have, bye weeks and all that. Yeah. Oh, who's who's on the bye next week? I didn't even see. Denver, I believe. Oh, um, no. What am I going to do without the Denver Broncos? Oh, use their running backs. Balls. Come on, man. Denver and the Rams are off next week. Only two? Okay. Only two. 
Yeah, Rams are a pretty big one. So people might need to fill in for Stafford and Cooper Cup. And see, this is where if the schedule gods love you, you face the team that is Cooper Cup next week. Yeah, right. Right. Definitely. Definitely. Um, and then look at that. Off the main slate, there's no Atlanta. There's no New England. There's no Chargers. Steelers. Steelers. Tampa Bay. Tampa and the Giants is Monday night. You think Tampa's going to put up 50 in that game? God help us. At home, right? Coming yeah. Off oh, easily. Easily. That's like, uh, I'm going to do the showdown slate. If Tom Brady is not in your captain's seat, then you don't. You shouldn't play showdown slates. That is uh, absolutely true. Hundred <laughs> percent. Tom Brady at home against the New York Football Giants. Yeah, sorry. Although, hey, you know, it was on the Manning cast, right? He was, he was like, oh, I love playing against you, Peyton. Not you so much, Eli. Well, we is there a Manning cast uh, tomorrow? Oh man, I don't know if there's a Manning cast tomorrow. I sure hope there is. It's the only well, thing there that's is. Make we the have game. to. We have to be careful who is on it because remember, isn't it every player that has appeared on it has lost the next week? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That is true. Let's see. That Do they have true. one tomorrow? Can I find it? When is it? Uh, will not be. They plan to broadcast 10 out of the 17. When is the next one? Uh, unclear when they will make their return. They haven't announced the rest of the season schedule. Okay. Uh, all right. Yeah, I don't know if they're on tomorrow. Wait, 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 let's... Oh, wait, is this the... No, this is not the schedule. That's the whole schedule. Monday Night Football schedule, here you go. They are... Oh, wait, Monday Night Football games featuring the Manning brothers are denoted with an asterisk here. Okay, I'm looking at it right now. And... What is it? Week... We're in week 10? Yeah. So, oh, yeah, so there's not nothing for the, the rest of the year. No, that can't be right. They'll just have to renegotiate it. They said there was 10. They haven't done 10. Five, yeah. They've only done five. They've yeah, only done five. From what I read, it said they haven't announced the rest of the schedule yet. So they gotta do you gotta do it with um they they, they have to do it for week eleven. They've gotta do it. Yeah, because that's gonna be Tampa Bay and the Giants, Eli, Tom Brady. That's a must. That's definitely a must. Bills Patriots. That'll be something that'll make that interesting, at least. Ugh, Chicago against Minnesota. Jeez Louise. All right. Anyway, that's gonna do it for us. It's like, you know, it's like trying to get off the phone with somebody and you're like, and it just keeps coming up. They're like, all right, listen, I really I have to yeah. go. I have to make another call. <laughs> I have to go now. You got anything else, Adam? No, I'm good. Me either. <laughs> Thanks so much, everybody, for liking and subscribing. For Adam Rodas, I'm Howard Bender. This has been Anti Up, and we'll catch you next time.